Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast again today. And um, the last couple of podcasts I've been talking about letting your giving reflect your passion for the gospel and talking about the fact that as a leader, you have to set the tone uh, for anything that you're doing financially, or really, to be honest with you, even in your own life. Sometimes I think leaders think they're exempt from giving, and they, 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 they just expect everybody else to do the giving, and they're giving to them. But that is really not scriptural. That's not what the Word of God says. And, and I want to challenge you as a leader to step up and let your giving reflect your passion for the gospel and you be the first one out, the, out of the box. Uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Lester Sumrall, and if you've never heard that name or you don't know anything about him, go online and get a couple of his books. I mean, he was a prolific writer, amazing man of God, um, uh, 50, 60 countries of the, all over the world. He established churches and ministries all over. Great man of God. He went home to be with the Lord a number of years ago. But, but he was my mentor, I, one of my mentors. And I traveled with him and watched his life. And he had this written in the front of his Bible. Now, he said this from the pulpit one day, and, and it kind of shocked me because I didn't know it. But he said, I have written in the front of my Bible, if I die a rich man, I die a traitor to the cause. Well, that shocked me because I knew him well. You know, I mean, I, I knew he lived in a nice home. He didn't live in a mansion, but he lived in a nice home. He drove a, a, a nice car. You know, he had a beautiful church that he'd built. And, but his focus was not on stuff for himself. His focus was a, a passion for the gospel. And that passion was reflected in how he lived his life and his giving in his life. And so you have to understand and know that, that God wants to bless you. God wants to do great things in your life. But you also have to understand, now listen carefully, you have to understand that your giving should reflect your passion for the gospel. Uh, and, and that's your motive. I mean, just write that down. Here's my motive. My motive is giving reflects my passion for the gospel. Giving is not so I can get, so I can have more. Giving reflects my passion for the gospel, and then God blesses me, and I have more, so I can reflect my passion for the gospel with more giving. Now, if you can remember all that or rewind it, then I believe you, you'll get it, because that's really how we ought to live our lives as leaders, is, is expressing that. doesn't mean God doesn't want to bless you. Thank God He blesses us, and He's blessed me. But, but the point is, hey, we're going to die. And what are you going to do with all that? What are you going to do with money? You know, I'm going to show you from the Word today what, you're gonna, what you can do with it. But the point is, you have to understand our focus is for that one thing that changes the destiny of the world, and it's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not another house, not another car, not another, you know, um, uh, promotion. All that's going to happen is what? is going to affect the world, and the only thing that can do that is the gospel. And I can tell you this, you'll never be rich enough to impress men with your riches. Uh, it just isn't going to happen. There'll always be somebody richer and somebody more blessed than you are, 
And uh, so that's not what God wants. He wants us to lead our giving by our passion for the gospel. And so with that in mind, I want to teach you this from the Word of God. And I think this will help you um, if you'll understand uh, this, this principle uh, uh, in life. Because if you don't understand that giving is based on eternity, uh, then you're, you're not going to ever have a passion for the gospel because the gospel is, is what produces eternal life. And if you don't understand that, then you're going to miss out on understanding what God, uh, what God wants. Now, let me, let me read you a parable here that I think will help you with this. In Luke chapter 12, um, verse 13, um, it says, One from the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, Tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. So you understand that's what he's talking about, right? But Jesus said to him, man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, take heed, beware of covetousness. Now, I don't care. Listen to me. If you're a leader, whoever you are, when you start gaining a little bit, you can start getting covetous. If you can't let go of stuff, then you're in trouble. If you couldn't obey God tomorrow and sell something that God blessed you with, you're in trouble. My wife, you know, and of course, you know, I don't think this would happen, but, but, but we've done it before. My wife knows that if there's something uh, with the gospel that we need to do, everything's on the table short of my kids and grandkids and my wife, you know, to, to, get, to get something accomplished if that's what we have to do. And if, if, if I feel that strongly about it. And uh, I remember Dr. Sumrall one time talking about uh, he was trying to print a book and he didn't have any money. And this was in the Philippines in the 50s. And his wife had some stainless steel pots and pans, which were very valuable back in those days. And he sold those pots and pans so he could print a book. And uh, I promise you that he replaced those at some time. But, but when your passion is for the gospel, that's, that's reflected in how you give and what you do. And Jesus said, beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. You can't measure godliness by possessions. In fact, it's just the opposite. I would be afraid of somebody who said, look at me, I'm godly because I have a lot. Now, the reason I'm saying that is this. The Pharisees thought just the opposite. The Pharisees thought that you were more of an example of God if you were richer and you had more. And so they judged people who were wealthy as more godly. And Jesus nailed it. He said, that's not, that's not how it works. You know, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possessed. So then he goes on and teaches a parable here that I want to talk to you about a minute. He said this. Uh, a, cert, a ground of a certain rich man yielded plenty. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns, build greater, and there I'll store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Now, this man had an abundance, but the problem was that he became covetous to keep that abundance. 
And so he built bigger barns. And you know what the Lord said? Verse 20, he called him a fool. He said, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? In other words, you provided all this stuff. You built up all these treasures. Now who's going to get it when you die? Well, the answer is verse 21. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. In other words, that man could have said, you know what, I've got more than enough. I'm going to take this over and above, this abundance that I have, and I'm going to give it into the kingdom of God. I'm going to sow it into eternity. I'm going to sow it into the life of people, and, and I'm going to bless people with this money. But see, he didn't do that. He laid up treasure for himself in, in this life. And when you lay up treasure for yourself in this life, and you're not rich toward God, then you've got a problem. And as a leader, you're the one who leads in, as, as in that example. Doesn't mean you don't have to have things in your life. It doesn't mean you can't be blessed. But, but the thing that you have to understand is, are you rich toward God first? Are you rich toward the kingdom of God first? Are you laying up treasure in heaven? And that's the difference. And that's where you've got to make up your mind how you're going to live your life. Are you going to let the gospel reflect your, I mean, let your giving reflect your passion for the gospel? Or are you going to show your passion by all the stuff that you have? Because I can tell you right now, that doesn't wash with the Word of God. And you've got to make up your mind how you're going to operate. Well, listen, my time's up for today. I trust this was a blessing to you. Hey, we're going to hook back up with this in the next podcast. And uh, I believe you're going to be blessed because we're going to talk about how you can store up treasure in heaven, but it's not what you think it is. Stay with us. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.